we were sent out here to do a story. To do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they've dug out a little bit. There's water has accumulated. Traffic's backed up. And the city the size of Houston, there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? I really... No, I really want to get some bad ideas in my head. I just... Cookies need love like everything does. <laughs> and I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the... Um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. <laughs> It's not a new theory. The philosopher Descartes believed it was the third eye. It's not a theory. It's a fact. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I mean, look, we can all get into sort of feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves or having a pity party about the past or what's happened. It's just not worth it because it affects the present and it affects the future. You can't sort of play into that sort of stuff. Welcome to pop culture purgatory. Set a timer for 120 minutes. I set it for 60, it's bad. 120 minutes, Whit. 60 is safe for him setting it at 60. Whit. One, two, oh. Welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Deason. Chris Sean Martins. All right. This week we're talking about uh, a movie from 1999, and it's very 1999. We're talking about the 13th floor. On the 13th floor of a corporate tower. Scientists have created a portal to a simulated universe. Now, after six years of testing, they are about to cross the boundaries of reality. So the whole thing's what? A giant computer game? Nothing so mundane, man. When my mind is jacked in and I'm walking around experiencing 1937, my body stays here and kind of holds the consciousness of the program link unit. 
they thought they could maintain control. You can't just keep plugging your brain into this machine and not expect to be affected by it. But once they opened the door... Isn't this great? These people are real. Is this real? The experiment turned on them. You think one of them units crawled up the extension cord and killed his maker? Then why didn't they kill you? Maybe they will. You're saying that there's another world on top of this one? That's right. We're nothing but a simulation on some computer. So who's in control? <laughs> Not us. You could call it the end of the world. Doesn't exist. Hey, what'd you do to the world? Turned it off. Which uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. I forgot all about this movie until it just, I, I saw it. I was searching for the cell on the Redbox app, <laughs> and and that popped up in the suggestions, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I complete. I still remember my uncle having the VHS of that. You know, like way back. Yeah. In the day. Yeah. Also with D'Arfrio, he's also in that too. So. Yes, yeah, yeah, for, exactly, yeah, for fucking D'Onofrio, man. I have I no experience with this movie. I don't even remember it coming out, to be honest with you. I don't even remember seeing it anywhere. I've never seen it a lot of trailers. The Matrix it. just blew it out of the water. Like, I'm yeah, pretty huh. sure The Matrix came out either, like, in the month prior or month after or something like that. It and had just, to be, You know, everybody yeah. just knows how massive that fucking movie is. Mm -hmm. I think that other one that came out the same time that I liked, that Existence or whatever. Yeah, Existence? Yes, with uh, Jude Law, I think's in that movie. Jude Law and Jude Law and uh, what's your, it's a David Cronenberg film. Um, that's right. But that was Luke, another one. Look at the shoe. Look at the shoes in it. No, is it? I thought it was Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, um but no, I like that. I like that better that than. Just, oh yeah, by far. I like it better, like it better than this <laughs> and the Matrix, honestly. But yeah, it's. Just, I, <laughs> I still prefer the Matrix, but I feel the Matrix is such like a pop culture fucking phenomenon. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. just changed so much. It really I, did. I agree. I agree. I just just the fact that in Cronenberg's you know movie we have. Uh, a weird scene where like Jude Law builds like a gun out of bones is like a bone clip and it's pretty fucking awesome. It's <laughs> he takes like chicken bones and makes like a pistol out of chicken bones and it's like teeth and clips, like the teeth are the bullets of that's the gun, it. and that's very cool, very Cronenberg esque. But yeah, but yeah, you're right, you're right about this coming out around the time of the mixtures because it just oozes that green laser vibe and it's like oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the cover of this fucking thing has I, green lasers I, on it. I am yeah. surprised how well some of the, you know, there's not a whole lot of CGI in this movie, honestly, but for no. what there was, it, it holds up pretty well. Even to this day, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, yeah, they, didn't thought, get, they didn't get too loose with it for sure. No, I, I thought that the, um, uh, all the clothing, like all the art directing is really good. I thought when you go into thirties, I think it, was, it right. all holds up pretty well. Like even like this sort of like CG or matte painting CG, uh, landscape, I think all that recreation of the thirties still looks pretty good to this day. Right. Like, I have issues with the editing too, man. It it feels really choppy and like you're saying, like towards the end, Jeremy it just gets so convoluted. And right. you know, like downloading into each other and these people are like three different characters and all this shit. But it's yeah. interesting to me. I just don't think it was executed properly. Well, let me give a, yeah, I agree with you. Let me give a synopsis for anybody who hasn't seen this movie. Uh, a computer scientist running a virtual reality simulation of the night of 1937 becomes the primary suspect when his colleague and mentor is murdered. 
Um, and I, I, I honestly think after watching it, I think this makes a better Twilight Zone episode than an actual full length, an hour and 40 minutes. I could see that for mm. sure. It's got, it's got that feeling of a Twilight Zone episode, big time. Yeah, the plot of it seems like it would it could have been interesting if it was executed properly. Yeah, because I like the idea. I mean, it's it's very like I said, it's it's got you know dreamscape, Inception kind of even Matrixy kind of vibes with you know dealing with computers right. and and downloading in and out and shit like that. So yeah, I feel like it could have been a bigger hit than it obviously. Was. And and the the idea of transferring a consciousness to like a digital form of maybe your sort of maybe a quote unquote relative of your past and and so in a digitalized world is pretty cool. I like that mm-hmm. idea. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I used to love. I still love the fact that even in 1999, like like this is whole floor of like PC uh, PCUs, uh, and it's all for. It's all for getting into virtual reality. It's all it's about. It's, it's incredible. It's like <laughs> pretty much, we, yeah. It's just multi-billion dollar yeah. This whole <laughs> multi-billion dollar fucking company is all about. I just want to get into a different world, man. It's all well, even crazier. <laughs> seemingly, this multi-billion dollar company only has three employees total. <laughs> uh, yes, I, an I, entire I, universe rendered, and they've three employ an owner. Like in the vice president, I guess, and just one guy coding to build this. One guy coding, thing. yeah, one that's guy amazing. Coding. That's incredible. Incredible, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> save, save so much money on on that. <laughs> oh yeah, it really cuts <laughs> down sure. on the cast cost, uh, <laughs> much right. like this movie did. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure, sure. Um, so we have this main guy. I don't really know this. Ma- I, I think I've seen him before in something else, but like this guy, uh, Craig Bierko, um, who has these sort of like, uh, if you guys know who Jeff Fahey is, he's also an actor from th- this era or in the 80s as well. He's got this sort of eyeballs, uh, kind of just this stare, just stares a that, lot. Like, pierce through your whole fucking soul. It yeah, feels like. Right, oh, right. He's got like the yeah. crazy eye going, especially whenever he's like in his 1937 self yeah. or whatever and he's got the weird little fucking mustache and it just looks so weird and it's a whodunit basically with with, with cyberspace I mean, sure it kind of comes down to and then um it's pretty i mean it's i think it's kind of straightforward until we get to the third act where it's like uh yeah like there's what if i told you there was worlds inside this world and your world isn't real right. well, yeah once you get to that 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 last reveal basically you know where there's more simulations and whatever it's like what the fuck okay like right <laughs> and then like somehow i had a long conversation last night with the well a sunday night with joanna about this like and then we can discuss it here obviously but like the fact that like okay so spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen this but like so denarfio he he has never gone in before he's never jacked in before so he goes in and uh, he is there for like maybe three minutes, and he gets killed immediately in uh, the sturdy. Did he get like hit by a car or something it's, randomly? It's like, yeah, so like, strange. He was yeah, so goofy so weird. in that world. He was so goofy in that. World. <laughs> yes, like, yes. He programmed it, and he was just so bewildered by it at the same time, and immediately <laughs> yeah, right. killed himself. It was so fucking <laughs> angering to me. But yeah, sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I was saying. So he dies, but then like the consciousness of the 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 character he created, the bad guy comes back to this, to 1999. Yes. So it's like, if you download into a link and you, you die, for instance, you know what I mean? The consciousness that's awake or aware will take over the body, but the other right. consciousness dies. <laughs> right. and, then, and, and Craig Bierko gets fucking shot and gets drowned and he comes back and he's still the same guy. So that yeah. I thought that was pretty weird too. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And at, at some point, he gets his fucking eyes glazed over, and he becomes that the evil husband of Gretchen Mall. David. Who, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Which it just didn't make didn't make any sense. Like I didn't really understand. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me either. Because really, if you're looking at him and from the hero perspective or the lead, you know, uh, protagonist perspective, like the Douglas Hall character is supposed to be the the persona that is like the savior. But in reality, if you look at what really happened, he was just going up an elevator and woke up to a happy ending. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I agree. And so he he is now the active consciousness or whatever, but it's still you know the, with the way the movie ends with it like fading out to green, you still don't know if they're just not in another simulation. They even I don't know. That, like yeah. they even mentioned earlier in the film, like thousands of these have been made. So like you're just like, geez, like it could be infinite. Right, right, and uh, and I had uh, to read a whole like like discussion on it to kind of miss to fit, put some pieces together that didn't make sense to me. Oh, so what did you read? Because I didn't read anything about this. Okay, so like. Hannon is the creator of the VR simulation world. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Somebody's beeping in. Yeah, go ahead. Um, at this, okay. So Hannon is the creator of the VR simulation world, a world within the simulation, a uh, simulation world within the, the simulation world of 1937. Hannon is a simulation in the image of the real Hannon Fuller. There is no major information on the real Hannon Fuller. You never really find that out. Apparently right. the, the old guy is just going in there just to bang young girls. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Smoke <laughs> cigarettes and drink, smoke, or, yeah, drink wine and whatever. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, yeah, and yeah. I I just thought it was interesting, like uh, because I just didn't really understand the, the 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 fascination besides who or whatever these beings are, who how old they who however old they are, um decide to go to nineteen ninety-nine specifically and create uh, computers to do another world inside as thousands and thousands of worlds. I just didn't understand that. I thought it'd be more interesting to do like something like, like let's go back to the thirties and like fuck around the thirties and create something like that too. Like there'd be more of like a, it would be more of like a, a challenge for them, you know, but they go specifically back to 1999 to do something like this. And I just thought that was, I don't know. I just, that was like, you know, I get it. I get what the movie's talk, talking about, but like it's still at the same time. I just thought it was kind of like I don't know. It's kind of dull. Like they have all these worlds, but they just they just decide like you know what? I want to create a simulation instead of a simulation. Let's go back to 1999. You know how about we blow fucking minds and go back to caveman times or some shit? And put yeah. them in the VR. <laughs> now, some crazy shit like that. But no, nah, let's go back to 1999 and do that shit. But you know it's weird. It's like the it's it's like, it's a, and, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, John. Like, you're right. It's like at that at that. That time and place would have been the cusp of technology to where you need an entire fucking like floor of a big building to run a basic uh, simulator, right. right? Right. So yeah, but it's weird that the simulation that they created from nine or twenty twenty four created the simulation of nineteen ninety nine that would create a simulation of the thirties. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a. So- yeah, it's it's really convoluted because it's not really explained. I mean, you don't really know who the real um, Fuller guy, Hannon Fuller or whatever. You, you know right. that the 90s is a simulation. And it's just – it's fucking convoluted, man. It really is. Mm-hmm. Towards the end, I was really scratching my head. And then, like, the shitty acting, even by Gretchen Mole, the female who I like in Boardwalk Empire, it's just so sure. hard to get mm-hmm. through. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And it sucks because I really, like, enjoyed this. Like, I, I feel like this movie just could have been so much better than it ended up being. Yeah, and it, we should also mention that this is also produced by Roland Emmerich of uh, Godzilla oh, and, right. and uh, uh, you know Independence Day fame, and also his I guess his brother uh, Ute Emmerich. So they're both in this together. 
producing this. So, and this is also based on like a, a an old like uh, 30s sci-fi novella or short story called. Um, it's a it's got a great uh, death metal fucking name. Uh, Simul Simulacron Three. That's what the book is called. It's Simulacron a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, that doesn't give away the plot. It just kind of says simulation right there. Sure. Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's probably one of the reasons why the fucking producers changed that for the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good move there. Yeah, 13, <laughs> the 13th floor is a better name for this movie for sure. Yeah, and they had to keep focusing on it when they're in the elevator. They're like spending a lot of time just looking at the buttons going from 13th floor back to first and back up again. So it's like, ah, we get it. We know what the title of the fucking movie is. Right. <clears throat> well, uh, apparently the original the original uh, novel is it's actually a novel. It's called The Counterfeit World. From it's it's uh, published in 1964 from a guy named Daniel F. Goli, uh from the in the United States and making making it one of the very first literary descriptions of virtual reality, which is pretty cool. That's dope. 1964, you said. Yeah, 1964. That's uh, pretty impressive. It, it's very impressive. I also love the Vincent D'Onofrio said that the theme of the movie was about wanting something you couldn't have. And I don't really understand that, honestly. But you go back yeah, to the okay. 30s for something you couldn't have, and you're in 1999. Yeah. He created virtual reality. He created virtual reality to go <laughs> smash 30s puss, dude. Like, that's literally <laughs> the only thing he used that system for. I what guess, a fucking waste of resources that guy. I, yeah, yeah. I guess everything with technology eventually turns into sex. But fuck, man. Like, he just literally went right for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we also have, uh, we got to mention that we have the progressive guy in here as a detective. Uh, what did you guys think of him, uh, the guy who smoked very, cigarettes? I feel like they, they shoehorned <laughs> him into a noir kind of role with some really shitty one-liners in there. Right, right. Uh, but also, his acting wasn't the worst, I don't think, out of everybody. <laughs> no, I, I, I still feel like it's the main guy. I feel like the main guy is... It, He's the worst part. Yeah, it, he was really rough for me. And it's like you are saying, it's like I feel like he was on like a TV show, and I scrolled through his credit listings, and nothing dropped out or stood out to me. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, no, he he was the hardest one for me to get through. <laughs> <laughs> He's to dead. The least. Yeah, a bullet He's will dead. do that to you. His life, <laughs> a bullet will do that to you, and he says. He's done. Uh, it's it's. I see here on the the uh, IMDb it says that um, the Matrix actually was, was released a month earlier than this movie, so that might have been a huge yeah. problem. Kind of yes. like okay, kind of like with Equilibrium and shit like that. When Equilibrium came out, came around the same yes. time. kind of a similar type of movie too. Get the you know, I mentioned it before, uh, Dark City, which is a fantastic fucking movie, we underrated. Uh, but um, at some point, you know, even Hackers came out in '94. We have Giant Mnemonic came out in 1993 or '95. Oh, yeah, yeah, Those yeah. Two, kind of similar in a way to um, neo the neo noir, which I love in neo noir. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. But um, it's very interesting that we uh, even at this time we're still kind of playing around, and we're still I think we're still kind of playing around with these cool thoughts. I, mean, I just heard today, if you guys haven't read, but like they just announced it's going to be a Blade Runner show coming out pretty soon. I saw that and uh, the Alien hmm. TV show they're working on as yeah. well. Yeah, which is interesting, and also the talk about Blade Runner. Apparently, the the uh, uh, the apartment that Douglas uh, is the same is the same apartment that really? Decker stays in in Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Apparently, it was, it was used in Westworld as as well for one of oh, the okay. scenes, like later in the future. I thought that was kind of cool, huh? But yeah, you guys, you guys. I mean, you've heard, I'm sure, here and there about the conspiracy theory about this idea, right? That we are all living in a simulation. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. Which is, I think, an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, like exactly that. I mean, it is an interesting concept to think about, and that people have lost their minds over writing, you know, endless (laughs) paragraphs on on what what it means and why it could be true, and this, this, and that, and 
Which is kind of, always a very interesting thing to think about. It is cool, and it's kind of like uh, as if I think Philip uh, Philip K. Dick wrote the. It wasn't called Minority Report, but he basically created the, that story, the short story for Minority Report. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then you guys watch Minority Report, and I'm sure you guys both have, but like, you know, oh, when, when all all prisoners just see that one vision over and over and over again while they're in prison. So they're still right. like in this, they're like in their own little world here. And that's kind of that whole sort of matrix sort of theory comes from. It's like, like, you know, we might be all in a fucking prison and this is what we want. This is what we're being, we maybe want to see. While we're in prison, you know, under this sort of, I don't know, microscope or whatever. But, hmm. Yeah, that's what that's just what I've read and heard before. Like, like that sort of concept where, like, you know, uh, we're in a we're in a prison, or or like in the Matrix again, like we're you know we're Keanu and everybody else is a fuck is being you know is being incubated. They're hmm. seeing stuff outside the world. They're seeing this sort of uh, they're being fed images and and whatnot, but also being sort of served up to this higher technical power or whatever and the future was nothing left you know right so, right this isn't like that i will say um uh, uh i do i do I, I liked a lot of it um i do like the scene where uh denafio goes to the edge of the world it was really cool yeah it, looks, it didn't look great but i still like that whole scene of him driving out and then this is completely this digitalized sort of uh polygraph sort of it's like they just quit working on the place like i will right, just stop right. here you see some birds fly in and shit they turn digital or whatever they fly up but i I like that idea um but uh i I see it's a striking image it is it is and um there's there are some really great ideas in here i think there really are and uh, i think there's some really good scenes i think the scene where uh douglas confronts denarfio for the first time and he he gets shot a couple times the whole thing with denarfio shooting him and like acting like all fucking weird and shit like denarfio Mm -hmm. does and right. then the whole drowning and everything. I think that that's that that whole scene's really good. It's really well done. Um, but sadly enough, we have to follow the pretty like milk toast fucking main character who's kind of a boring guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the actor does him no favors in making you absolutely like, not. Even Hell feel, no. And you know, you know, he doesn't have you know what I'll call like the cage and and Travolta being able to switch from villain to to hero easily. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Yes, His villain side was kind of fucking laughable at times. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very much like he didn't switch roles at all, and he was just and he just got those, that fucking staring thing going. It's like ah, stop. <laughs> Looking yeah. into my soul, man. Stop there piercing. Was... I just said there was so much to do with with Dinofio there too. The Dinofio comes back. Uh, that the character that was in that world comes back to this world. I thought there could be so much that they could do with that character, but they fucking shoot him in the chest pretty quick. Yeah. And him off. I know that was. So, I was like, Jesus, all right. Yeah, which I, I like that scene, but I was like, like, man, there's so much here. He's, he's watching. Yeah, they the could have played on that. He's, yeah, I could play on that. Yeah, more. absolutely, dude. Like some virtuosity shit. Like get him out into the yes! world. <laughs> that is another one I was gonna mention. It's it felt very virtuosity too. Basically, yeah, like, definitely the, the, the 90s, fact, man. They were all about this shit. <laughs> right, but, but just the fact that like that like uh, Russell Crowe's character is part of a computer, and then that scientist brings him out into the real world. It's very similar to Denarfield bringing into the real, well, quote unquote, real world. And right. Well, then also Douglas, the, the, you know, he's a simulation that she falls in love with or whatever. Yeah. He's not even real. And then he gets brought back in at the end. You think into the real world, which is I do. I, I thought that was funny at the end too. The way the like they thought twenty twenty four would would look. <laughs> <laughs> 
everything's real glossy and like shiny. <laughs> we build skyscrapers in the ocean for apparently no fucking yeah. reason. Because <laughs> that's practical. inconvenient place. Yeah, to could have possibly possibly think of one thing that could go wrong there. What <laughs> right. I thought was ridiculous there too is he came back as the abusive husband. Like that's the shoes he was stepping into in his brand happy ending. <laughs> it's like, and it, and it, that's a, another thing that happens. Like the, the the that guy gets killed, but for some reason his consciousness does not get linked back to his original consciousness. It's it's, it's Douglas who gets back to his body in the mm. future, and it's like it doesn't make any sense. It's the same thing with the doctor. Like I don't understand how this works. Like the only person that makes sense is the old man. Like he comes back and he gets killed in the real world. That makes sense. But then they just. They do whatever the fuck they want. They roll the fucking dice on the. Well, no, he shit. gets killed. It's he, you find out later that it was in a simulated world too. That oh well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. was killed, yeah. and then he's just her father in the real world or something. It's like what the fuck? Okay, it's I it's don't it's know. like you say the, the the reveal of all that at the end. It, that that third act just is like yeah, woof. just confusing. Yeah, it's, it's just garbage. really confusing. I, I to, ironically, it felt like I was watching the end of the Matrix too, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, <laughs> the fuck's an anomaly? The fuck's an anomaly? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, do, I definitely have that like, vibe. Yeah, I do appreciate someone that's like in the in the role of the detective when he realizes that it's all bullshit too. He's just like. Sure. Yeah, I just leave my world alone, dude. I just, <laughs> which is I weird. Yeah, yeah, which is weird too. This is this is this, uh, what's his name? Um, it's uh, Dennis um Haysberg or Haysberg. Haysberg. Not, Den- not Dennis Haysberg. This is um, what's his name from Dark City? Uh, William uh, William Hurt. Oh, William Hurt. Yes. It's, a, it's the same thing. With William Hurt. William Hurt's a, a police officer in that. He's a detective in that world, and he figures out that it's not like we're they're basically that this. this not, it's not really a planet in Dark City. It's more like just sort of uh, testing ground to sort of see how kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he figures it out. He gets killed immediately. And that's, I know. But I mean, you know. Uh, but uh, it felt very similar to that. And the fact that like he's just like, hey, leave my leave this this uh, this world alone. Yeah, but don't the fact mess with us. So anybody could jack into his fucking mind any time. Yeah. Fucked up shit. How do you go on like living with that information too? Like knowing right. just a simulation, and you know what I mean? Like how the fuck would we react if that was the case? You know, <laughs> yeah, right, it's man. crazy. <clears throat> and he takes it on like no, like no biggie. It's like, hey, I know what's going on. Leave this, hey, leave this place alone. Come on, I'm like, are like you the, fucking kidding me? Did you look at the I Book agree. of Mormon? The turn it off switch. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And yeah, it's weird, it's, too. Like, they have, like, timers and shit, but, like, none of that matters. You can stay in for longer. I never really understood that because whenever he gets woken up, he's like, you didn't even set a timer this time. It's incredibly dangerous, you know? It's like... Right, right. And it's not really explained, like, but do you just start kind of losing your mind or turning into, you know, forgetting you're in a simulation, I guess, maybe? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think because he did say when he came back, he's like, oh, because you... Because he started having tendencies like smoking cigarettes that he never had before and shit like that, that his previous shitty right. person had i guess right but that doesn't make sense either then right because no. if if he's okay maybe i'm thinking this too backwards if he's now in a completely new simulation in 2024 and he gets jacked into there for long enough then he could just disappear at any point again and from 2024 like moving into the future is that what they're saying i don't think so i yeah i, I don't think so either yeah I, I mean i think it's pretty they're like as far as we know they're out of the simulation in 2024 and that's the real world you know what i mean yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I don't it's, think you can just transfer into any kind of future dates or anything. I mean, I don't, you could go into the past, obviously, but you'd have to create it. You know, you have to create right. the simulation. Again, 
like the Matrix. Like the Matrix, they're in, they're in the quote unquote real world, and they can just jack in and just take over whatever persona they want to, which is you know, whatever Neo's real name is, who I forget, Mister Anderson or whatever. But like it's the same same sort of thing. It almost kind of also kind of also reminds me a little bit of Quantum Leap a little bit too. Yeah, movie. I could see that for sure. <clears throat> Not totally, but just the sort of the idea. And Quantum Leap came out in the eighties, but um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of interesting concepts here. I mean, I like the idea of like somebody jacking in to some. I gotta hate that, but anyway, somebody, somebody jacking in and then committing a, a series of crimes and getting away with it. That's a it's a really interesting fucking idea. I like that right. idea. Uh, this. And apparently this guy's done it a bunch of fucking times uh, from his coming from his wife. He said that he does this all the fucking time. So well, it's not outside of the realm of what we would end up abusing these systems. For. Oh, so absolutely. Jump in kill people and jump in and fuck people. Basically, it's like and, going into GTA doing rampage. GTA, yes, exactly it's GTA. It's a GTA. Yeah. Go right into it. Just kill and bang fuck. some hookers and kill or some cops. Hookers? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you fly a fucking jet or some shit and just jump out of the plane. Exactly. Some water and. Ride a motorcycle on the fucking the fucking beach and shit and hit a bunch of people while they're fucking having a good time. Or ramp like, off or something. A, yeah, right. Ride a bicycle and ramp off a fucking skyscraper. And go <laughs> pull a pair. Like, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> pull the jack on me right before I hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's, it, again, it's also kind of like, uh, again, like, like, uh, uh, like Mike was saying before, it's, it's, it's very similar to all these movies that are coming out around the same time. It's just, it's got the same sort of. You could. To it. I feel like you'll, I've noticed that too. When we go back and talk about movies, you'll notice like decades, like just certain, a certain kind of movie was popular and they're very similar ideas, you know, like several movies that are very similar. Yeah. And I feel like the nineties was like all about just computers because you know, it's like the computer, <laughs> the internet was coming out, you know, like it was changing <clears throat> a lot of shit. Right. So the biggest question for me in this movie is you have to, when you're jacking in, you have to jack into somebody who looks identical to you, right? And all these people are based off of, I'm guessing, people Fuller knew because... That's what I assumed. So so I guess this, what would happen if a person who he doesn't know would try to jack into this thing? Well, I mean, the, I think that's the thing. I think you anybody else can jack into you. I don't think it has to be... You have to specifically look like your other self. You know what I mean? Right, right. I'm pretty just sure anybody can just... I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're they're part of a simulation. Anybody can jump in. I think at any point, um, into any character, so to speak, that they want. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. 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 Because because when Douglas leaves, whatever the other guy's name is, he looked just like him after he leaves. So like, no, no, okay. no, I agree. And and then maybe that's part of it. But I feel like they I, that might be something I go back and reread. Because like I said, that ending is so fucking convoluted. For real. Yeah, um, it's so I'm not 100 percent certain. Uh, and then you you kind of figure out pretty quick that Douglas figures things out pretty quickly, where he finds out that same thing with on his side. He can see the grid, and I think it doesn't happen. He drives out, and he sees the grid as well. Yeah, he yeah. drives out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this, movie, this movie loves lightning, though, man. They, they jerk off lightning. There's so much <laughs> lightning in this movie, man. It's like holy shit. In and every I, dimension, in <clears throat> every dimension, it's every dimension. Fun. And I question. I even question, like, like, is he really on the thirteenth floor? Because this looks, he looks really the fucking high up on that fucking building. I'm, no <laughs> hey, I'm just thinking about it too much, man. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I just start thinking about it. I'm like, this motherfucker on the trip before. I don't fucking know. But put too much thought into it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more oh. than they did. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, how about that scene where the where the uh, the bartender goes and meets up with Douglas, and he like just tries to like fucking basically, I don't know what, what you call it, like uh, like sort of like say, hey, you know, 
I know you're the real killer. So I see that you inherited this whole company. So I'm thinking like seven figures, right? In the parking yeah. garage or some shit. It's like it's yeah. fucking insane. Like no, no shit. This guy's gonna fucking fight you. You just, you just like, hey, I need to talk to you for a bit. Take him out of the parking garage. You get in a fight because he's like, he's like, I'm just gonna fucking, you know, I'm gonna fuck you over because I saw you at that bar that night. He never did. He never saw him. Yeah. And he's just like. Yeah, give me a little bit of that money. And they get in a big fucking fight. He just takes off. He gets his head <laughs> off the window. He takes off. <laughs> it's such a funny scene to write, dude. He tries <laughs> to blackmail him and then tries to fight him. And just because he puts up the slightest amount of resistance, he's like, you're fucking crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that too, man. Like, this guy's smoking the lobby the whole time. He's just like, hey, listen, listen I got to talk to you. I gotta talk. And he keeps looking at the security guard the whole time. Yeah. Security guard the whole time. They go out there and he's like, no. Well, no shit, this guy's gonna fucking fight you, man, because you just try to fucking blackmail him and you got rough with him and shit. Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect, <laughs> asshole? Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> oh, this guy's a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a psycho. It's like, no, you're, just a fucking, you're the one that's being fucking crazy. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, movie kind of ends on like a Wing Commander set and it looks like total shit. <laughs> and like, <laughs> Wing Commander it does. That ending, I was so like, bad. This has to still be a simulation because it, it obviously <laughs> fucking. This looks like the most real one I've seen yet. That would be a simulation. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah, dude, yeah, old dude's on the beach in that fucking huge, like, Seinfeld sweater. And he's like, hey, what's up, man? Like, fucking, like, wait, man. It's like, is this is it? Like, hey, this uh, is the right. guy that's been beating the ship and raping my daughter. Like, what's up, bro? <laughs> he's been cheating on his wife with all these underage girls. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Or not underage, but young girls. Right. right. I, and I did like, I did like the uh, that part uh, of the movie a lot, actually, where um, where Douglas goes and finds that 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 character that the uh, creator created. That's him in the '30s. And he like starts discussing all this stuff with him, and then brings him to like basically uses him to get inside that club. And the guy is completely like off his fucking like he has no idea what's going on. He's like he's like he's like, he's completely uncomfortable. Uh, they bring him to that table or some shit. That dancer comes up, starts get like, starts like uh, grinding his knee and shit. And then they, he just kind of like starts to like remember things. He's like that guy, the bartender guy, which is Denafio, and he leaves. And you never see the old guy again. Like he's just disappeared from the whole story. He's never seen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck the version of that dude in that That's dimension. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> it feels like the editing is so off in this movie that, like, I've noticed shit like that too, man. And just like this, the pacing of it is weird. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not a long movie, it's only like an hour and thirty-seven minutes or something like that. Something like that, yeah. But yeah. It feels a fucking lot longer. <laughs> it does, and it, like you said, that editing just made it feel like it didn't flow at all, dude. Right. It just seems like it jumped all over the place. Um, but you know what? I, I will say at the end of the day, Mike, I'm really glad you you suggested this uh, in the in the group because like I, I forgot about this movie. So did and... I, dude. I yeah, same here. And it was cool to, I mean, it was so cool to go back and there's this definitely a lot of nostalgia there because it, it just looks like a movie from 1999. Got ideas from the 90s that we all love. You know, I love I love cyberpunk and all that shit and neo-noir stuff. It's cool. But um, yeah, it was just it was interesting to go back in time and uh, check this stuff out. It was kind of fun. That's, that's an interesting way to do it. So, Mike, when you originally saw this, was it just a completely different experience for the time? I remember loving it as a kid, but I don't think I've, fully understood it you know what i mean like right yeah get it you know because i probably saw this when i was 12 or 13 oh right maybe may 14 something like that um 99 yes this this came out the the, a day before my birthday so that's crazy happy birthday (laughs) (laughs) 
wreck it with the CV. <laughs> 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 These guys scared me down. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, watch me blow those fucking candles off my birthday cake, too. It's just looking dope. <laughs> <laughs> I have to see Gretchen Maul, and Gretchen Maul's fine as fuck. So she's cool. gorgeous, yeah. I, and I, I think she's normally a great actress, but she's... Maybe it's just the content she was working with. She was she was kind of hard to watch a lot too in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially that whole ending scene. I can't I can't shit on it enough. Like even their whole like conversation when they're in like the future twenty or the present. I guess then it's just so bland. I don't know. It's it man. It's it's a really weird ending. It feels off with the rest of the tone of the movie. It does. Yeah. I mean, even the fact that like um, he can meet her the first time in the, in the beginning of the movie. He's like, I've never met you before, and then all of a sudden like leave the detective in his apartment suite or whatever and like ask a fucking valet like hey hey don't worry about it mr fucking douglas i know where she's going here's the fucking address like what that's weird and he meets up <laughs> with her and it's like the detective ain't falling your fucking ass like the, the so, fact that the detective doesn't leave first it's a big problem like <laughs> some stalking shit <laughs> yeah very weird stalking shit yeah and then after was that classic i'm sure you guys remember this character this classic sort of like Goofy, long-haired, like, uh, like, uh, what's his name from fucking Twister? Um, yeah, yeah, Rabbit or whatever his fucking name is. The, the, well, Ra- the, Rabbit's from the Matrix, but the guy from the Twisters, yeah, uh, what's his name who, who died uh, recently? John, uh, oh god, what the fuck? Three. You know what I'm talking about, Mike? He's an Son? incredible actor. He's a great actor. Hoff- Phil- Hoffman. Philip Seymour Moore. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. Uh, uh, yeah Hoffman. I forget his name. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, but like, it's like that character in there, and then like uh, that. Fucking, uh, what's his name from Hackers and, and Scream that Matthew Lillard fuck? I hate that motherfucker so much. <laughs> but like, um, he's it's, he becomes that character. It's like, oh yeah, dude, like, man, like, it's how was it, dude? And it's like, it was incredible. All right, bro, fuck yeah, man, like, yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's like, it's just that classic sort of weird, like, that's that's what all nerds are. All nerds are like technical nerds are this guy, and it's like, no, they're not this guy, mm. but like, for some reason, the 90s was like. Give him long hair, man, and like just make him like, put, like his shoulders are down and his fucking head down, and he's they're always wearing that gray hoodie with a stained shirt underneath and a fucking right. yeah, tight, right. yeah, exactly. Right. It's it's it's. I think it's it's just a sign of the times. I think it's. I always think I always thought that was interesting, man. Yeah, night. true, true. And even as soon as I saw him, I was just like, ah, this character. You already know what he's all about before a word comes out of his mouth, and you know what he's going to sound like. <laughs> it's just like ah, yes, the classic it, coder guy. And a classic coder guy. Even all the, even though like the, the like the lone gunman on the X on the X Files, they're all like that too. Like they have one long haired guy with glasses, got the other kind of shaggy haired dude, and the guy with the suit. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember the lone gunman guys from the X Files. Um, uh, Mulder would always come to them for conspiracy theories, and they always had like. <laughs> yeah, had their own bunker and shit, and but they, they were like really fun. I and love those guys; they're great in the show. They're great. Yeah, they're they're best part of the show. But um, it always kind of reminded me of that 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 sort of that idea of the '90s. Like, yeah, well, these guys definitely have long hair and they wear glasses. Well, maybe not wear glasses, but you know, they're eccentric and fucking crazy and all that stuff. But yeah, they're I like no, they're, that it. You know, it's like it reminds me of like the character that Kevin Smith played in that fucking shitty. Die Hard Four, you know he's got a oh, command God. center and all that shit. But these guys are actually legitimate on X Files. <laughs> right. right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As legitimate as you get get for two, you know, mid thirty right. white dudes who live in a fucking basement, you know, <laughs> who the FBI is going to for help. <laughs> off the record, man. Off the record. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a fun rewatch. Um, didn't realize that uh, Emmerich produced this with a brother, and I just I thought that was kind of interesting. And this guy hasn't, this director hasn't really done much because the movie kind of bombed. I mean, it was like 
thirteen million dollars and made eleven, but that was in nineteen ninety nine. So maybe it's a bomb. I'm not sure. It didn't really make- uh, yeah, dude, it it it. it- it pretty much died for. I did read an article like it was not. It did not have a long run in theaters. <clears throat> yeah, I believe that. But I mean, I think it did really well on V. That's where I first saw it on VHS. I think it did really good with rental Me too. sales and shit yeah, after I, the fact. I rented that, so <clears throat> that, that was cool back in the day. But now I'm watching. Yeah, yeah no, def- well, yeah, just definitely with the lens of being older and just seeing so many more mo- better movies now at this point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. it doesn't hold as best as I remembered. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it as much as I ended up. Or as much as I used to. <laughs> right, right, right. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, so uh, this is on Venmo. Was it uh, Vimeo? It's on Vimeo. It's on uh, and on that, uh, Redbox app. Yeah, yeah the Redbox has app. I, I think, I, yeah, Google Play. I saw it on, I want to say it's on iTunes as well. It's on <laughs> iTunes as well. Yeah, it's on there too. Uh, but um, yeah, go check it out. I mean, for like a little slice of uh, late 90s nostalgia, Matrix, you know, sort of post-Matrix, or not post, but like, you know, before the Matrix sort of took over and it, it dominated the fucking world for a few years. Oh, yeah. And then everybody was just like, ripping that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but um, it's a it's a sort of a nice sort of slice uh, to go back and check it out, and um, it's not. It, I don't think it's a horrible movie. I just don't think it's. Um, it's not. As, it's. I think we said this several times now, but it's not as good as as, as it could be. It could be better, and uh, maybe some acting choices could be better as well. And you know, I don't know, but it's, it's not a total waste of time to go watch it. No, I would. No, I agree. Little. It's definitely worth checking out. And maybe you can pick up on some shit that I didn't understand for Christ's sake. For real. There's, I don't there's know. a lot of it in there. Yeah. 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 And I was, you know, I'm sitting there with another person. We're both questioning it. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm, we're still having long conversations about it after the movie's over, which is what you want when you watch a movie. It's like, oh, we have a lot of questions afterwards. And usually, not the stupid ones, but the ones that, that are, that will sort of fascinate you. Like, like, what, what so like, what's, you know, how does this keep you talking sort of about conscious, it? Yeah. Keep you talking right. about it. I'm totally with Mike. The whole like time like stamp thing, like like okay, you're giving to give you like an hour and sixty minutes or an hour and thirty. Like if it, if you're in there longer, then it might corrupt you. You know that's interesting. So who knows? But they don't do that at one point, and I'm like, I don't understand. And then all of a sudden, Vincent D'Onofrio just I guess has he just has nothing else to do but go sit in an office building all day and like, yeah, apparently comes back and like up. yeah, I never showered or you know, so, yeah. <laughs> and, then just, and then they just fucking kill him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think it's a lot my takeaway from the movie is that the Narfio wasn't a bad guy in 1999 but the, the guy from the 30s was the bad guy he yeah, came back, back we're guy. gonna back to back kill both of them within five minutes of the movie <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point that's so good true point. so true oh man all right, well, everybody, thank you so much for checking us out and, and taking the time to listen to us and stuff. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. And if we don't, you know, uh, you know, this is the, the sort of the week of Thanksgiving, and I, I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving with your family and hang out, eat some good food. And uh, you know, from all of us here at, at PCP, man, you know, wish you we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, man. Hello. So, well, hey, uh, don't be a piece of shit. We'll talk to you guys next time and later. So